Running your own business can be lonely, finding reliable professionals difficult, and generating new business challenging, but not when you have a business network. NewGen Networking provides its members with new and exciting business opportunities, with the chance to build lasting relationships with vetted businesses who can act as your sales team and solve the issue of who to turn to in your hour of need. With a range of flexible and affordable solutions, NewGen apply tried and tested principles in a modern way to suit today's world. To find the right option for your business, visit newgen-networking.com or call 033-600-680. NewGen Networking. New business, new contacts, a new generation of networking. You're listening to the New Gen Podcast exclusively on the Podstation. Here is an interview with one of our members from the Da Vinci Hub. We finally got Mr. Bagnall on the interview. We've been chasing this man for a long time, so uh, we're ready to go, are we, Andrew? Are you there? Yes, thank you, John. Right, okay. Uh, just slightly different this week, just as a little start, we're going to have a few uh, quick-fire questions, just so we can get a little bit of background on Andrew. So, um, let's get straight into it. Andrew, is it Andrew, Andy, or Drew? <laughs> My mum, God bless her, calls me Andy. Um, for everyone else, I prefer Andrew, but it's not a big deal. But having said that, I'm making a big deal by mentioning it, I suppose. That's fine, Drew. I know where to stand. <laughs> right. <laughs> country file or line of duty? Uh, country file, line of duty, gone too late. Sorry. Gone too late? Yeah. Okay. Dogs or cats? Both. <laughs> the important question, red or blue? Red, but we can't discuss politics, religion or football. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying which red. <laughs> Right, pina colada or IPA? I love beer, but uh, pina colada is uh, Del Boy Trotter's favourite drink. And David Palmer singing the theme tune is one of the highlights of my week in these dark times. Pina colada. Pushy on my pad, also. Right, very nice. And this one, I don't know what you're going to say to this, but what is it you can't get through the weekend without doing? Uh, you're going to be very disappointed in this, but. At the moment, uh, it's Sunday morning video calls to Sweden. Um, my daughter, Imogen, is at university in Stockholm. With everything that's happened, I haven't seen her since uh, December 2019. So, oh. it's very important for me at the moment. Brilliant. Very good. Great. Right. So, moving on to the, the business side of things a little bit. Can you just um, explain how you can help business owners? What, what is it you can do for them? A lot of what I do is, is based around regulation, and that's um, auditing, financial reporting, business and personal taxation. So it's pretty dry stuff, um, and clients really aren't that interested in it, and they want you to sort it out for them. But to enable you to do that, you've got to form close working relationships with your clients. 
Um, so my aim really is for clients to see me as a trusted advisor. I want to be a resource for their business rather than an overhead. If a client wants me, for instance, to uh, maximize their wealth and pay a reasonable amount of tax only, um, they've, they've got to work with me. They've got to involve me in their day-to-day decision-making, and they've also got to make effective plans. Um, but what I, what I find is once I, I, I gain the trust of the client, um, I do become very involved in a whole manner of things, um, you know, sitting in on interviews for key personnel, which is something I've done recently, to you know, the other end of the spectrum advice on marital problems. You know, it's no day is the same for us. So you become a bit of a counsellor. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so how has the pandemic, the last sort of 12, 15 months, obviously affected everyone in different ways? What would you say the general from your own clients and your own business? How has it been? Uh, I'm pleased to be here uh, 12, 15 months uh, early on, later on, the picture is far rosier. Um, for a very small number of clients at the beginning, the, the um, combination of Brexit and coronavirus, I mean, they're two very different things, but they did follow on very closely after each other. They perhaps represented one battle too many, and they, they persuaded you know, a handful of clients just to, 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 to stop and to sell the business. Um, but it, it, in those instances, for every seller, there is a buyer, and we have a changing marketplace, and that presents opportunities for everyone looking to meet new customers and introduces a business. So it's a bit sort of scary, a bit exciting at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, this time of year, sorry, this time last year, all our staff went home, and Elaine and I, we're answering the telephone, dealing with very worried clients. However, as soon as the uh, government and financial institutions started to roll out their support, things settled down. We all grew accustomed to doing things a different way, clients included. Yeah, yeah. And in truth, we've lost very few clients so far. We're a bit apprehensive about what happens next when the furlough scheme ends at the end of September. But you know, we're just very hopeful that the economy may have strengthened a bit by then. And absorb a bit of the shock, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, great, okay. And what, so, what what does the future hold? Would you say for for yourselves and as an accountancy practice, just what sort of changes do you see happening? Well, accountancy is very much a, a people industry. Um, undoubtedly, we've seen increased into automation, and that will continue. But with increased automation, you also get system failures, you've got under-resourced regulators. So there's a role for human beings to unblock blockages and guide taxpayers through all the red tape. Our own working practices have changed over the last year or so. Uh, My own business has had online platforms and facility to e-sign documents for for many years now, but we've never utilised these uh, tools until lockdown forced us to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Changes are brought about by improved technology will continue. Yeah. But I hope just as a side comment that these improved efficiencies brought about by flexible home working, reduced travel perhaps can bring about better work life balance to the team. Yeah. Perhaps more a case of working smarter, not harder. And if you have happier employees, they're going to be more productive employees. Yeah. The digitalization of the tax system will continue. And 
direct taxes, that's income tax, corporation tax. Then to move away from annual reporting, this was George Osborne's thing, his last um, uh, budget as Chancellor. So you're going to be filing information with the government on a more regular basis. And the future business owners are going to pay tax on a pay-as-you-go type basis rather than infrequent reporting and infrequent payments. But the infrastructure isn't there at the moment to cope with that, and I imagine it won't be for quite a few years yet. Okay, great. So, um, I, know you, I know you the importance of networking. You've we, we talked about in the past, and we've had a chat. So, um, how do you feel about that and the whole sort of networking and for the growth of your business? We've always had a very healthy flow of new business based on client recommendations. And I see no reason for that not to continue. But the point about networking is that running your own business can be a lonely place. Yeah. Um, I'm very fortunate I'm part of a team. But there is a danger that if you just talk to people from your own industry and your own clients, that you're not fully informed, you're operating in a bit of a bubble. Um, I like the new gen networking group. It's got a broad range of people from different working backgrounds. And I think that helps to maintain a balanced approach to business. Yeah, right. So, so how how can we help you then? What what can you gen just as other in closing? What's what's an ideal referral or professional partner you'd like to work with? Well, things are changing. It's a shame, but the spreadsheets and manual accounting systems, no matter how how good they are and how well maintained they are, but they're not going to be fit for purpose for most businesses in the future because of the restraints of making tax digital for VAT purposes and so on. Um, new businesses will need to embrace these cloud-based integrated accounting solutions like Sage, QuickBooks and Xero. And my colleague Andy Edgerton, who visited a couple of weeks ago, spends a lot of his time training clients to achieve an adequate level of competence with these programs. And that's more of the work we're looking for really and one of the team of three and we'd like to promote that work within the group we're not industry specific um andy and his colleagues are helping businesses in construction ifas pubs and restaurants caravan parks beauty therapists transport companies and so on a whole range of things as far as professions are concerned I, I like to meet uh, tradespeople because they're always very good for us because they've got lots of things going on, VAT, payroll, CIS requirements, uh, medical practitioners, doctors, dentists are very good because they have complex technical issues going on, um, and also specialist audit requirements. So anyone who handles client money, like an IFA or a solicitor, that would be a very good referral for me. So, uh, if we haven't got anything else, uh, thanks very much for Andrew, and uh, look forward to seeing you next week, our face-to-face, and I'll just say everyone maybe uh, try and book in some one-to-ones with Andrew as well. Well done, Andrew. If you would like to visit one of our online or face-to-face hubs, visit newgen-networking.com and book a place. Get social at Network New Gen on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.